0: Write for Introverts, the podcast that's your virtual writing partner. chock full of writing prompts and lively thought rambles, each episode is a journey. Let's take it together. This is a special episode, one in a series tied together as part of a 10-day writing challenge. Wishing you all the luck, support, and gumption you may need to see it through. My name is Kara, and we'll be writing together today. Let's get to it. Hello. Welcome to day three. And it's funny, I don't know if it's funny, it's three-ish o'clock. I didn't get to record this morning, Um, I had work first thing, but I woke up feeling really happy and really inspired to record the podcast, and I was like, I'll still feel this way later in the day. Nothing can derail this happy train. (laughs) And then after uh, I got a bunch of work done and had some meetings, I hit an afternoon emotional slump. And uh, so I'm really happy to be sitting here and doing this. And I did not blow it off. And neither did you. High five to us. We're doing this. Okay. So I've got our song queued up to get us started. And I've already, I saw the title. Um, I'm, I'm still just doing the random play from my writing mix and um, uh, has an upbeat sound to it. I forget what the, the story is in the lyrics, but hopefully it got us a happy song. Um, it's called Lost In My Boots by Quay, Kway. K-W-A-Y-E. And again, there'll be a link for this song on the episode information page. And let's go ahead and hit pause. Play the song, write for the length of the song, and come on back. See you soon. Uh. (laughs) That song did not help my mood from earlier, but it was good. So. Um, I remembered that I'd wanted to do an exercise today, I mentioned it yesterday, where we would, um, do, uh, an authentic relating writing prompt. And, if you were super excited about that for today, I'm really sorry, we're gonna move it to tomorrow. Because, um, I uh, got another idea from some reading I did today uh from writing down the bones and um i was gonna have us do an exercise that was recommended and felt like something that i really wanted to work on because it seemed uh from my afternoon kind of like an important thing to to uh see through you know don't just like repress the schlumpy emotions let's examine them a little bit um as Natalie says, there's energy there in those emotions, and so let's dig in, let's, you know, make ourselves raw. Ugh. Um, so the prompt is gonna be uh, to write a list of your obsessions, the things that are constantly invading your mental space and that come out in your writing a lot. Um, I'm guessing, particularly in like one's journaling, like personal journaling, like what are the things that are just like always at the front of your fucking head and <laughs> you really wish you could stop thinking about? Um, let's just put them on the page. And I don't think this needs to be a 10 minute exercise at all. I think it's a little bit more of like maybe a five minute. But again, you take the time that you want to take on it. And uh, when you're ready, come on back. But before we go, sorry, I'm. I, didn't, I wanted to read um, a snippet from the book, um, and of course I didn't mark it, so now you're going to have to just sit with me while I frickin' find my place. Um, let's see, we are run by our compulsions, and this is Natalie writing, <laughs> not me just speaking from <laughs> my own brain, um, so again, writing down the bones, chapter's called Obsessions. We are run by our compulsions. Maybe it's just me, but it seems that obsessions have power. Harness that power. I know most of my writing friends are obsessed with writing. It works in the same way as chocolate does for her. She had a little bit about how she's obsessed with chocolate. We're always thinking we should be writing no matter what else we might be doing. It's not fun. The life of an artist isn't easy. You're never free unless you are doing your art. Um, oh, and actually, now I remember which part I actually wanted to write, read. Yay, it segues perfectly. <laughs> it's a little bit, it's the next paragraph, but she starts. There is freedom in being a writer and writing. It is fulfilling your function. I used to think freedom meant doing whatever you want. It means knowing who you are, what you are supposed to be doing on this earth, and then simply doing it. It is not getting sidetracked, thinking you shouldn't write anymore. Dot, dot, dot. It goes into a little bit more specific stuff that um, only makes sense if you read the chapter. And I'm not going to read the whole chapter because that would be copyright infringement. And I want you to go read it yourself if you want to. Interesting realization um I have found it really helpful to read a chapter or two, actually I read three, they're short, today, from um, writing down the bones before I sit down to record this session. Um, And I think it's a really good practice. I don't know if it just like kind of gets me in the writer's space. Um, It could also be that I'm sick of hearing my own thoughts and I don't (laughs) want whatever's going on in my brain to come out in the opening bit of this recording (laughs) and safer to uh, put somebody else's stuff in my head before I start blabbing to the world. Um, Oh, and I just saw my note that I circled after I kind of listened to the recording yesterday. I said, just and ums. I get that I say just an um quite a bit, and I hope that I work on that as we move forward. It's never fun to hear somebody repeat the same placeholder word. I was just about to say um, oh it's so hard! Alright, so that's enough preamble. Uh, let's go ahead and do a 5-10 to 10 minute prompt where we list our obsessions. Alright, hop to it! Whoa ho ho, my friends! How'd that go for you? That was a bit of an odd exercise, actually. Because um, I think, by definition, you can you really have that many obsessions? <laughs> you could list them for five to ten minutes. Like, don't obsessions take up, like, all of your thinking time? And so perhaps then maybe you only have space for a few. (laughs) Um, I ended up coming up with, um, I don't know, I'm about to reach down to the ground to get my notebook. Because I just filled it up. (laughs) Uh, I'm Starting a new notebook today. Yay. Um, God, it took me three months to fill that last one. November, November, December, January, four months. Ooh, scary. (laughs) Natalie recommends doing like a notebook a month with your writing practice. Um, but this winter was hard, and I don't know if anybody else is the same way, but when you're sad and overwhelmed, while the idea of writing sounds nice, like, you know, the suffering artist pour your pain out into your work, I just get, not even overwhelmed, I get overwhelmed with other stuff. I just don't even think about creative stuff. Um, I want to do creative stuff, but then I feel bad for not doing it, which is just a bad cycle. So then I just tend to to try not to think about it until I feel better enough to do it, or better enough to know that I can commit some time to doing it regularly, uh, like this 10-day challenge. Um, So anyways, of course, I've digressed, rambled, and I don't know what I was saying. I'm looking at the first fresh page of my new journal. Uh, I was talking about obsessions and I ended up listing about like eight and then kind of it wasn't even writing practice it was like journaling I journaled a little bit just kind of philosophizing or trying to puzzle through uh, my top two obsessions. And wouldn't you like to know what they are? We'll have to get to know each other better for me to share that. (laughs) Um, Unless you're my friend, then you probably already know. And I have a feeling it's just gonna be my friends listening to this. Thank you so much. I said that last episode. You're my true friends. All right. So now we're going to do (laughs) the second, um, no, the third prompt. And of course, I do actually have to go get my notebook. So hold that thought. (laughs) Leaning down to grab it. I have to get my lesson plan. Oh, and our next exercise comes to us thanks to my writing partner, Tula. And I'll have a link to her blog on the information page. And I'll put links on the information pages of each individual episode to, you know, other artists or writers I mentioned who uh whose writing prompts we're utilizing for this uh challenge because um, I want you to be oh I said um I caught that too mm. all right the reason I'm going to share links to the people I'm mentioning whose writing prompts we are using in this challenge is so we can share the love. Introduce ourselves to new artists, new people that we wouldn't have otherwise gotten to know. And so that is what we're doing. We're doing prompt number three. Thank you to Tula for bringing this to my attention. She had us lead a uh, poetry workshop for students in an English as a Second Language class at Rogue Community College and we practiced this together the day, the week before we uh, did the class together. I was her TA. It was very fun. Um, um, uh, I should have a rubber band hit myself every time I say it. Um, Oh god, I did it again. Whatever. It's part of who I am. So this is a structured Poem exercise. It has a format: six lines, and we are going to just write the numbers one, two, three, four, five, six down our page. For the first line and the sixth line, you're going to put an emotion. Just state the emotion. Kind of take a minute to think about what emotion is kind of bubbling to the surface or some emotion that was really strong in you recently or has kind of been on your mind kind of coming back. One might say obsessively. (laughs) Um, And if nothing comes to mind, go ahead and do like a little uh, word cloud uh, with just go ahead and write. As many emotions as you can think of. That's what Tula and I did. It was really fun. And we filled a whole page. I think I ended up with like 25 and she ended up with like 30. It was pretty cool. And if you want, go ahead and uh, stop the episode right now and go do that. It's a really fun exercise to see how many emotions you can think of. And of course there are the basic four, but don't limit yourself. Think of all the emotional words out there. That you could potentially use. And uh, I'll let you pause it and then pretend you're back. Okay, now go ahead and pick an emotion that seems the most relevant to you right now. Just write that on the first line and the sixth line. Now what we're going to do on line two is describe the emotion as a color. So, for example, say line one is anger. Line two will be is the color of dot dot dot. And then to describe oh what kind of color it is. And it doesn't have to be just like blue or yellow. It could be anger is the color of red flip-flops left by the door and then I have no idea like me why is why would somebody be angry about red flip-flops left at the door (laughs) you figure it out or figure out your own way of saying (laughs) that for yourself line three it happens when and you know what we're gonna do I'm just gonna read each of the um, the lines, you just write them down. So it just follow as I go. Line one, the emotion. Line two is the color of dot, dot, dot. Line three, it happens when dot, dot, dot. Line four, it sounds like dot, dot, dot. Line five, and smells like dot, dot, dot. Line six, you just restate the emotion again, same as line one. All right, so go ahead and take your time on this. Uh, Feel free to do multiples, multiple versions, if you would like, if you have lots of different emotions clamoring for your attention. All right, so let's go ahead and do that. One, two, three, right. Yeah, so... I ended up having to write down some emotion words uh, to get myself going. I couldn't think of what was really bubbling to the top or what word I could put to the emotion that I've been feeling today. And uh, the poem reflects that emotion. (laughs) How did it go for you? I hope it went well. And let's go ahead and move on to The next part, which is to uh, get out your homework assignment, which was to find your, or a favorite poem, and I chose a Mary Oliver called What Glorious Thing. I do not know what (laughs) glorious, oh my god, what gorgeous thing, I'm- just not with it today, people. I so wish I could have recorded this morning. I was in such a good mood. <laughs> oh, God. It's like pulling spaghetti together over here in my brain. Okay. Again. What gorgeous thing. I do not know what gorgeous thing the bluebird keeps saying. His voice easing out of his throat. Beak. Body into the pink air of the early morning. I like it, whatever it is. Sometimes it seems the only thing in the world that is without dark thoughts. Sometimes it seems the only thing in the world that is without questions that can't and probably never will be answered. The only thing that is entirely content with the pink, then clear, white morning. And gratefully says so. I want to be a bluebird that sings everything out in a beautiful way. <laughs> um, so, as I was putting the kind of like lesson plan together for today, or like the prompt schedule, and I was reading my poem of choice. I actually really don't understand how to do this exercise. It's been recommended twice now, once in a workshop and once in a book, to take a favorite poem and emulate, copy the poet's format or tone or style. And I'm not sure how to do that. I remember yesterday saying, like, you know, we'd figure out, like, the formula of the poem. Like, how many words are there? Uh, what's important? Is it the flow? Is it the timing? The syllables? And then we'd have a formula, a template, and then we'd be able to fill it with our own words. But maybe I need a teacher to show me how to do this? I don't think I have it in me. Uh, My brain power is not at top speed today. However, I did take a different writing workshop where what we did was we read a beautiful poem. I think it was also by Mary Oliver. Might have been the first time I learned about her. It was about, I don't know, like eight years ago that I took the class and the teacher had us read the poem and then we circled all the words that we really liked. Very similar to our Uh, word cloud, random word cloud uh, exercise that we did yesterday or the day before where we circled our our five favorite words and then wrote something that included those five words. I'm not going to set any limit on how many things you can circle. Oh, and if you totally get this assignment where you (laughs) emulate the style of your favorite poem, go for it. I would love to hear how you did it Um, but for myself and anybody else who doesn't want anything so complicated right now let's go ahead and just circle the parts maybe it's a phrase kind of like our song exercise maybe there's a phrase in there that is sticking out to you that feels like its own writing prompt and so let's just do that find a mix of words or a word or phrase Uh, that speaks to you, and let's just write for 10 minutes. Don't even think about it, okay? One, two, three, write. All right, and we're back from that. How did it go? I hope it went well. I am not surprised by the tone of my writing prompt. (laughs) I am, I guess surprised at certain elements of it, that I took some kind of happy words, whatever that is, but like, you know, nice words about nice things, and my story kind of went dark in like a creepy, um, I heard that, um, don't worry. God, what's that show? Black Mirror kind of way everything seems happy on the surface but underneath the pink pollen from my pink trees in this story they are not what they seem <laughs> um now i don't want to stop for the day i feel like i have one more prompt left in me although i'm very tempted to quit early i thought we'd have i thought i'd have more juice coming from the poem exercise the the poetry favorite poem kind of thing. I thought we'd get maybe two exercises out of it, but I'm not able to keep my brain super together right now, so I just don't want to think. We're just going to do a prompt from Writing Down the Bones. I'll end with some homework and we'll call it a frickin' day. So here is the last prompt from Natalie Goldberg's Writing Down the Bones. Tell about the quality of light coming in through your window jump in and write. Don't worry if it is night and your curtains are closed, or you would rather write about the light up north. Just write. Go for 10 minutes, 15, a half hour. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what's in the book. You, yeah, write however long you want. Okay, one, two, three, go. Alrighty. I always want to ask how was that for you? I'm so used to doing prompts work with writing partners. It's a silly and almost unnatural to not have that instant connection with whoever I'm working with. But even though it sounds silly, I hope that went well for you. And maybe it doesn't sound silly, and I'm just in a judgmental headspace. Thank you for sitting through this episode with me. I hope my mood hasn't been a detriment, a deterrent, a downer. Look at all those D words. I will share one of the interesting things from my prompt about the light. Uh, I ended up delving into a story about my neighborhood, which is a suburb, and all the houses are the same exact shape and style, and the variations come in what color you paint your door and what kind of flowers you have uh, around the perimeter of your yards. There's other differences too. Like the two houses across, or three houses across the street from mine, are the only three houses in the whole neighborhood that actually painted their homes a different color than the one of three browns that everybody else chose from. <laughs> so I've uh, got a good view in that case, but everything is pretty much the same and I was noticing that uh, my curtains which are beige are not an anomaly that most people's windows are covered throughout the whole neighborhood and I think in almost every case the blinds or the curtains are like off-white or beige and so I just went on this like rant about beige 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 and then I was like it's all the rage And it made me laugh because beige things are not really rage worthy. But if you're living in a fucking monotony and everything is beige, 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 then yeah, uh, I would say it is the color of rage. (laughs) Oh, full circle. And it goes back to the color poem or the emotion poem that we were doing. Ah, see, somebody could, could go ahead and steal that from me if you want. Um. (laughs) rage is the color of beige (laughs) it happens when dot 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 you go ahead and finish the rest (laughs) let me know how it turns out alright so homework assignment um Uh, I heard it god homework assignment I got this from my singing teacher slash friend Genevieve Andresen who just released her first EP today on the iTunes. I'll have a link in the episode description. And she was... (laughs) She's, I should say, singing teacher slash therapist because we are doing things that are so uncomfortable, uncomfortable for me as far as getting out of my own shell, actually projecting my voice putting meaning meaning and feeling into the words of the song that we're working on right now, uh, it is unbelievably hard for me. I want to be quiet. I don't want to have to express a lot of emotion <laughs> publicly. <laughs> and I was telling her that uh, it's been going well recording these podcast episodes, and it's not just a writing challenge, it's also podcast challenge like or like a personal challenge for me to get over the fear and anxiety that I have about doing this sharing writing with people putting it in a podcast and putting out into the world I've wanted to do this for so long and I have just crippled myself with fear and judgment about how it's not going to work out how it's going to be awful I don't need to go into it You probably have similar experiences with different projects of your own. So she, in trying to help me through this, gave me this really interesting assignment. And part of it was to track moments for the next week where I quiet myself. When I don't say something when I should or when I want to. Like when I make myself small in my day-to-day life. And Now I have a week to do this, or actually two weeks is when our next lesson is. But you know, she just said to you know kind of keep track, and I'm, I've been noticing it. I haven't been writing it down, but I've been noticing it on a daily basis. Huh, today is the first day, and it's scary how much I keep inside and it doesn't really matter the situation and so again this podcast is very helpful for me to be working on that so go ahead and maybe just for like the next 24 hours so we have something to work with tomorrow track moments when you don't say what you want to say when you make yourself small and this I think will relate really well to an authentic relating Um, prompt tomorrow and I'll explain what authentic relating is I've mentioned it now three times and I apologize for not explaining more of what it means you're welcome to look it up, google it but uh, if you don't want to it's fine, I'll explain to the best of my ability what it is tomorrow and we'll go from there alright, so thank you for writing everybody see you tomorrow again for writing today. High five us for showing up. We'll get our 10,000 hours in yet. I want to thank my sister, Brianna Quinn Lewis, for sharing her strumming styles for the podcast theme song. If you want to find out more about the podcast, including links to episode details and the Spotify writing playlist, go to caraqlewis.com slash for introverts.